Hello, Brad here. Just to say we're super proud that the Friday 5pm podcast is sponsored by the Malt Miller, the UK's best home brew store. We use the Malt Miller for all of our homebrew experiments, as well as tapping them up for advice and binging on their awesome YouTube channel all the time. That's why whenever we release a homebrew video, we put a recipe kit live on the Malt Miller, so you can brew with the exact same amazing ingredients that we did. The same ingredients used by pro brewers. So alongside the Malt Miller's nitro-flushed hops, cold-stored yeast and milled-to-order malts, you can pick up recipe kits for our Five Points Best Bitter, Russian River West Coast IPA, and now the fastest beer in the world, a hazy session IPA that goes from grain to glass in less than 48 hours. Sign up to their newsletter at tinyurl.com forward slash maltmiller to get 5% off your first order. With the Malt Miller's amazing customer service and Johnny's 48-hour recipe, you could order the ingredients on a Monday and be drinking the beer by the weekend. Speaking of which, it's Friday. It's 5pm. So enjoy this week's Friday 5pm podcast. Good evening, Beer Geeks. It's Friday. It's 5pm. And we have a news flash. This is a weird one, mate. Like, listen, I think sometimes people think we're making this shit up, but we're actually sat together today. We're usually across the phone, but um, we literally just had a, a message come in. Tell them what the message is, Johnny. Yeah, so every week, as you know, we read through uh, a couple of our favourite comments, and we were searching through this week's comments to find one. And we found one from Trev... Trev Tau? Trev Tau. Trev Tau. He says, hi guys, I like your channel so much, I bought your book. Thanks, mate. mate we get that comment every now and then. Always feels good. Well... He continues, the Audible version anyway. What? We didn't know we had an Audible version of our book, Beer School. So we were like, where's that come from? Johnny, you didn't get the phone call. I didn't get a phone call. I wasn't asked to do this. But there is an Audible version available on Amazon of our first book, Beer School, which we had no idea about. We're going to email our publisher immediately and be like, what the hell? Um... But I thought you guys might want to hear a little sample of it. Come on. Because when we listened to it, I don't think you could have found a guy who was English that could sound more different to me. Yes. So let, let's play this. You can get a sample on Amazon. We'll put a link in the descriptions. This is, this is the first chapter of our book being read by voice actor Andy Cresswell. This book is about a journey, about the pursuit of something perfect. As I write this, Two friends and I are speeding past New York on Interstate 95. From the cramped back seat, I watch the city lights wink at me invitingly. It's a strange feeling to see Manhattan and not be destined there. No tourist drives past New York. (laughs) (laughs) He's made it seem quite seedy. My words have never sounded as sexy or I think it sounds sexy, Johnny. I'm I'm right there in his... his, uh... Car with him, mm. very we, emotive. We were in a in a in a pretty sexy car as well. We were yeah. in a um, Mustang. Mustang, yeah, Mustang convertible. You have a broken leg at that point. I had a broken leg, and I sexy. was in the back of a Mustang. Nothing sexier than a broken limb. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we now have an audiobook version of Beer School, which we had no idea was coming out. I'm sure Andy Craswell does a wonderful job. Mm. Um, he may add a little bit more drama and sex to it than was probably intended by us. I think I think if you're a voice talent actor, like I'm just thinking of Toast of London, which I love by the way. Uh, I, I, I just I, I I imagine that they get told you know 
this is a sexy book about beer. And then he's he's like, okay, I'll do a sexy beer voice. Not like that. But obviously. our journey goes way past it. We're headed way to a farm outside really Springfield, past. Massachusetts, where a brewery called Treehouse is reinventing IPA in the most unlikely setting. It's pretty good, man. I mean, obviously the words are great. Thanks, man. Uh, and I do like uh, his his sort of sexy... I'm revealing some sort of hidden little... You know, I feel like he's showing me a bit of leg or something. Yeah, that is the audio version of showing a little bit of ankle. <laughs> <laughs> it's Victorian sexy. This, that's, that's, oh, I can't tell you how weird how weird that is. Um, I can't believe they didn't ask us. Like They, might, they know we have a podcast, <laughs> our publisher. Why wouldn't they think, hey, they've probably got the equipment and indeed the ability to read yeah. to... Uh, to do this themselves. Andy Creswell, though, we've, he's got a vast history of doing audiobooks. He does, but mostly novels. Novels, so, yeah. So I think he's brought a little bit of the, the, the dramatics to what is a very... Well, the first chapter is quite narrative. The rest of it is very... Could be a bit dry, some of it, but um, very descriptive. What are you talking about? Not a bit dry, dry, sorry. It's, Bradley Evans. It's, it's a very informational book. Presented you know, in a beautiful oh, way. Oh, in a beautiful manner. Go, I think the illustrations are a bit yeah, dry. Oh, they, they are a little bit dry, to be honest. <laughs> uh, they had to be. They had to be. But the, um, you know, it's a saucy old topic, isn't it? <laughs> Beer school. It is. It is. So, guys, if you fancy a laugh, do go check out the sample and indeed buy the book or the audio book because the money does go to us. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And you know, if, if you if you want to get a semi while reading to listen to my words, go for it. <laughs> um, so let's move on. Um, Oktoberfest live show last Saturday was heavy in all respects. Yeah. I had quite a hangover, and yeah. we 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 got deep at one point. We did get deep. It was um, it was National Mental Health Day. It was. So we, you know, we we I've certainly struggled with my mental health over the years. Uh, so we touched upon that a bit. And how, you know, doing Craft Beer Channel stuff has kind of been a bit of a saviour to me. Mm. And and having my good friend Johnny along my side keeps me buoyant uh, when I might struggle uh, at some points. So, you know, love it. And it's for me, it's not about necessarily getting drunk or anything like that. It's about having amazing experiences with a good friend and discovering new stuff. And Luckily, build, around building something as well. Like the community has also helped with, you know, when I've struggled or you've struggled and knowing that we you know every wednesday we put out a video and we get to interact with people is a really lovely yeah feeling and we said in the in the live show and we we reiterate that if you are struggling and you want to get in touch with us if you think that hearing from us could help um or like borrowing on brad's experiences with it please do and we've had a couple of emails already come through yeah. um obviously not going to tell you any more than that because it's private but we're getting people contacting and we're replying and and it um, it's definitely something that we'd like to do because also, you know, alcohol can create its own issues. So if you want to talk about that, we are experienced in that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, hundred percent drop us a line. Um, the rest of the show was much more, uh, upbeat. Oh, it was um, fun, mate. I had a great time. We ate some sausages. We did. Uh, we ate some pretzels. We did. We did some dancing. We're singing. Singing. We sang Angels. Angels of Williams. Uh, which is probably explaining why so most people tune out after about 10 <laughs> seconds of that live show. Um, yeah, it was enormous fun. So you can still watch that. That is still live on YouTube. Um, drop us a comment in there. And join us for our next live show, which will be sometime in November. Yeah. Um, during that live show, we also dropped a little hint about what's happening with our Patreon. Mm. Um, we're going to be launching our own forum. So people who are paying probably $3 or over will have access to that, uh, where we will be there most days chatting away to you guys. You guys can start 
you know, building on this community that's already building. Like, already we see in the comments of that live show lots of people who I think they've now met in real life and all this kind of stuff, which is amazing yeah. to hear. And we're going to try and, you know, give, give give everyone a space where they can interact regularly, not just like when a video comes out or when there's a live show. So we'll be announcing about that around about the time that we hit 100,000 subs, which should be end of November. End of November, yeah. Lots of work to do on that front. But we're, we're kind of looking to really make that, you know, a, a place where we can all feel quite free to communicate, free from hate or judgment, and um, just be a really fun environment. Yeah, yeah, which not all beer forums are. No, they could be a little bit poisonous sometimes. They can be, they can be. Or, you know, even if they're not poisonous in general, just like some arguments can go askew, and I think that we are in a position to be able to deal with that the right way and and make sure that everyone's voice is heard and understood and not judged and and we all learn something which is what this channel is all about having fun and learning at the same time exactly but i made it sound like sesame street fun attainment (laughs) fun that's not even a pun drunk attainment drunk attainment i don't know something like that we'll keep working on it uh right so shall we talk about this week's video talking of fun fun (laughs) attainment um so this week's video was stupid Yes. It was one that we, we put together pretty quickly and yeah. that Brad and I were together and I showed him a little press pack that we'd got sent by Hobgoblin Beer, not a brewery. Uh, so the brewery's uh, Witchwood. It's not a brewery I've drunk a beer from in over a decade because, let's be honest, their beer is very, very average. Yeah. But they sent us a load of snacking bugs and we couldn't resist. Um, so we're talk- when you say snacking bugs, just to make that totally clear, we're talking insects that have been deep fried or dry Freeze though. I don't know how they Apparently done. they're frozen then roasted, I think. Frozen then roasted. So they're totally crispy, crunchy, dry, but they look like insects. They yes. don't, they're not like milled down into Watsits or Cheetos. They look like a frigging insect with eyeballs and legs and everything. Yeah. Why haven't they just then turned it into like Watsits? That would be much more palatable. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the shock factor, right? Because it's all the shock factor is also the factor the why you might go, I'll give I'll that give a, a go. go. Yeah. And then hopefully as we found with some of them, the flavours are actually really fucking good, where you might yeah. want to stick with it. All, all three savoury ones were quite nice, but the sweet one was, like, genuinely I was retching at the end of the video. I feel a little bit sick when I've, I've watched the video back a couple of times, and at that point, I'm just, I'm having flashbacks to yeah, it was how grim that flavour was. Properly nasty, the toffee one. To- toffee crickets, like, who even thought that was ever going to be a good idea? Yeah. Um, but it's a very funny video. Like, it's not doing that well. <laughs> it's doing all right. It's just not doing phenomenally like no. uh, like some of our recent videos have done. Yeah. Which I think is, you know, like, we did the strongest beer in the world the week before, which I think is our, our fastest growing video ever. Well, I was looking at that. I think it might be our second. Second fastest. After what is yeah. New England IPA. Yeah. So we've, we're up to, like, 70,000 plus. Yeah. On views. both of those videos, amazing. They're rocketing up. Amazing. Uh, to put that in context, our biggest viewed video um, before that was "What Is Real Ale," and that's at about 110 at the moment. But yeah. that's five years old. That yes. Video. So this is this is uh, hopefully it's a it's a bit of a turning point. We're nearly at 100,000 subs. Uh, we're, we're both feeling pretty pumped about this. Very excited, yeah. And um, we just kind of want to keep the good, great, amazing, interesting content coming. So we're always we're always sort of like open to your ideas as well. Like any anything you want to see, guys, uh, you know, send us in a message on here or direct message us on one of our social media platforms. Or dr- drop us an email, craftbeerboys at gmail dot com. Yeah, um, and get in touch. We'd love that. Um, before we move on to the strongest beer in the world video, which we will get to and have another little chat about, um, 
we need to talk about one of the comments that was on the Bugs video. Mm. So every week we read the comments. My one was based on the fact that I'm now a, a, a sexy, possibly Welsh man reading books. Yes. Um, but we got a very strange video based off of the T-shirt that I was wearing in the mm. Bugs video. Uh, the the T-shirt, just, just for context, it's a brewery T-shirt. It's a brewery that uh, some friends of mine own. It's called X-Ale. Yeah. Um, in Tottenham, North London, they make lovely beer and they're lovely people. And I didn't know that the logo was remotely controversial when I wore it. This summer, I'm going to be hosting talks at the Manchester, Bristol and London Craft Beer Festivals, giving festival goers the chance to attend tutored tastings, rare beer pours, meet the brewers and even guided tours of the bars. These three festivals are the highlights of my events calendar, featuring some of the world's best breweries with delicious restaurant pop-ups, great music and a really welcoming party atmosphere. It's the third year I've been hosting the We Are Beer Tastings table, but for the first time I'm delighted to offer all of our listeners, viewers and Patreons £5 off a ticket when you use the code CBC5. Just hit the link in the description to buy. See you there. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird one. And, and to be honest, I'm usually pretty good at spotting things like this. But um, Colin O'Connor um, had this comment to make, which is, it's, it's, <laughs> I reckon it's the strangest comment I've ever read on one of our videos. And, and it totally dumbfounded me. And so I sent it around to a few friends and one of them spotted the, the logo, uh, which he's referring to on Johnny's yeah, T-shirt. It's, it's the A it's in a. the T-shirt if you, if you want to look up the video. But this is, this is what the comment said. Go on, Brad. So it's Colin O'Connor. He said, Lucifer lied, Brad and Johnny. I reckon you guys are 33rd degree. Repent and trust in Jesus Christ. That old serpent, the devil, has deceived you. You will not outrun God's judgment. I pray for you guys. You are a stumbling block to those who are seeking truth in God. I see that Freemason logo. I myself am intrigued by craft beer, but you guys make it clear. The spirit behind this beer, God, so loved the world that he gave only begotten son, uh, gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Your channel is of your father, the devil. Please repent. You are leading people to hell. Do you know who should have read that? Go on. Dirk Cresswell. Oh, He'd Dirk. have done that justice. He would have totally nailed that. <laughs> yeah, he would have made it sound sexy. The devil would have sounded real sexy. Um, I mean, I myself, um, I guess I'm kind of an atheist. Uh, what, so so the, the thing that I was, like I said, I was totally flummoxed. This came in really late last night. And I was sat on the sofa and I was like, what the fuck is this even talking about? And a friend pointed out that Johnny's the A and XL looks like the Masonic uh, set square and compass yep. sign. So he is obviously a sort of Illuminati kind of um, Jesus kind of guy, which well, you know it's cool. It's the internet; you get kind of weird stuff. But we're 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 not like uh, peddling any devil's message, are we, Johnny? No. But now I don't know whether XL Brewery are, so I'm going to have to ask them what what their beliefs are. But I mean, the Freemasons. I mean, we don't know much about them, but I, I don't yeah. think they're here um, with any message from the devil. I don't think that's what they're about. I uh, think that's very much conspiracy that Mr. Yeah, O'Connell yeah. is buying into there. It's a it's a fraternal brotherhood, as far as I know. And, you know, yeah, any secret society is, is kind of weird, and you might read more into it than, than is necessarily there. 
I think I think my friend's dad is a Freemason, and I mean, as far as I can tell, yeah. all they do is meet up for dinner and get drunk. Yeah, my I, I don't know. I, I hesitate to say this, but my dad was a high Mason, right? So my dad was actually a big dog in the Masons. So we wouldn't have had a leg to stand <laughs> on if you'd been wearing that t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, You'd have been yeah. like, yeah, you are part of the cult. I've I've lost my dad now, sadly. He was like my best mate, but um, he was a super cool dude and uh, very yeah, much was, not a, a devil. No, no, my dad, my dad was like. <laughs> adopted as a child and you know had like quite a, a, a rough up well not a rough upbringing but like you know didn't come from money did well he was a locksmith in Brixton totally normal dude but he just he liked sort of uh, stuff a bit like that and and being you know uh, a guy that worked with his hands and was a craftsman there is this sort of craftsman connection to Freemasonry yeah which is how he would have got into it. it, it it's professionals, isn't it? Like, yeah. So you could be a locksmith or you could be yeah. a lawyer. or It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. the professions. That's it, yeah. yeah. Um, and kind of a networking tool and a, you know, a, it would have been a social club, I guess. I don't yeah. know too much about it. But uh, I apologise if we scared Colin. Yeah, Colin, mate. We're, we're totally, like, not Freemasons. No. And, uh, and even you know, if we were, we think it's still fine. Yeah, we're not on the, the side of the devil either. So, uh, you know, like... I think alcohol can be a bit wicked to people if they've got a problem with it. But, you know, we always say drink responsibly. And, um, you know, if you've got a problem, then we're, we're kind of here to talk. Um, and, you know, we're just trying to spread a little bit of joy. That's all we're trying to do, right? Yeah. yeah we're not, you know, if the devil offers you a beer, say no. But if we do... Trust it. Trust it. Yeah, we're here yeah. for the fun. Um, so that was a very unusual comment. I <laughs> think <laughs> an, under, uh, an underestimation there. But we welcome we welcome all types exactly to to the craft beer channel, and we will reply to Colin once we've worked out how to, uh, and hopefully allay his fears. Yes, uh, everything is fine. Uh, strongest beer in the world video. You know, success of a video is both a blessing and a curse because mm. that video got so big so it gets out of like our usual reach of, of beer geeks or people who are just getting into beer or people who just sort of enjoy what me and Brad do and it gets out into what what I would call the wilds of YouTube. So people who have never come across this who don't give a shit about beer Bandit country are suddenly watching it, yeah. yeah. Um, so we've had lots of negative comments on there and endless comments from people who have just Googled what is the strongest beer in the world? And found lots of other beers that are stronger, yeah. but have been debunked. They are not either. They either they're not actually stronger and they've been tested, or they're beers that are fortified. Yes, with like straight up ethanol, so they're no longer legally beer. Yeah. Um. So I, I've probably I've probably replied to about fifty of them, hmm. and now I've stopped because <laughs> I'm just like life is too short. If you just want to Google something and then claim somebody's wrong, that's your prerogative. But 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 but, but they're wrong. Um, but it is mad that it's got so big. And Brad and I today, we were talking about what is it about the strongest, the biggest, the fastest that's mm. so compelling? Yeah, and more compelling than all the other much cooler stuff we've done this year. Yeah, it's weird. I guess it is just that kind of it's not clickbait, but it's it's got a big headline where you're like, oh, I want to know what the strongest beer in the world is, mm. or I know what it is, and that's not it. Yeah, which I think has brought a lot of people to it. Yes, um, but that yeah, I mean the comments are an absolute minefield on that video mm. which is kind of nice but also kind of uh, terrifying I, I like the way we've slowly and organically grown bringing in lots of lovely people and those big ones <laughs> they scare me because yeah. we've talked about this on the podcast before where I like to respond to the trolls 
and mostly the trolls you can sort of win round and have a normal conversation with. Whereas with these ones, no, 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 there's, there's, there, there is no mutual ground on which we can stand and have a conversation. No, but saying that, thank you for checking out the channel. And you know, while you're here, stay and have a little bit of a look around. You might find something else you like. You might. You might. You sound a bit Dirk Cresswell there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dirk Cresswell, no, he's a footballer. Dirk, Dirk, it does, Andy, it was Andy Cresswell. Andy Cresswell. I like Dirk Cresswell. Dirk Cresswell, yeah. Sounds even sexier. Yeah, he's a footballer. Um, right, so, uh, we're getting up to 20 minutes, so we need to get onto our question of the week. Yeah. So, every week we take a question from one of our listeners, or indeed viewers. Um, usually, it's audio. You can send an audio file, an audio question, which we play to craftbeerboys.gmail.com. This one from Stephen Jones is actually a written one. Um, so, I will be reading this in the intonation of Andy Cresswell, <laughs> of course. Um, so, Stephen Jones says... Uh, not really Oktoberfest related, I think because we just released the Oktoberfest live show, but seasonal all the same. I've just brewed a pumpkin ale, and at the last minute decided not to add the vanilla. Mm. I'm considering adding a dry hop with maybe some cinnamon sticks, dependent on how strong the spices are. Ooh. My question is, what's the best way to add spice additions without having to leave, in, leave it in vodka for weeks in advance? That's a very good question, Steve. It's a great little question. So there's lots of answers, and there's lots of people who would disagree with the answers we're about to give you. However, the first thing I would say, in my head, the best thing to do is to make any additions you're going to do during fermentation, which aren't hops, because obviously hops are antibacterial in themselves. If you're going to add something like vanilla, like cinnamon sticks, like other spices, like fruits... Um, one way of avoiding any chance of infection is to obviously add them once you've cold crashed. Yes. So we've got a home brew at the moment um, where we're going to add coffee to it. And I've, I'm, the beer's crashing as we speak and we'll mm. add it at two degrees. So you're not going to have the, the warmth for that bacterial infection to take hold. Yeah, so they, like, in general, bacteria is going to it's going to multiply more the, the kind of warmer and friendlier yeah. environment. That's why you can't get a cold in, in the Arctic Circle. Right. Although probably increasingly you can because the Arctic Circle is like 20 degrees. Arctic Mountain, yeah. Um, so that's one way to avoid it. Obviously, there's an issue in that if those bugs do get in there and then you you know, you know bottle it and you, you leave it at 20 degrees either to, to uh, bottle condition or yeah. just not in the fridge once it's all done, there's a little risk there. There, there is yeah. a risk. So we're, minimal, we're, we're talking on a home brewing scale here. We're not talking yeah. commercial food safe. No, probably not. <laughs> Although, let's be honest, there's lots of exploding cans and bottles out there from commercial yeah. brewers as well. Yeah. Um, so the other option, what I've done in the past, where I've needed to... Um, Add, add add something that isn't hops during fermentation. I've made it part of my ritual on the brew day. So it's almost nice to have additional stuff to do on the brew day because when the mash is on, when the boil's happening, sometimes there's not a lot to do. So if you're going to have additional fermentation additions, do that on the day of the homebrew. Make it part of that exciting day that you look forward to and have some beers and, and have some fun with. And to be honest, you know, people say leave it for weeks. You need to leave it for weeks if you're going to make a tincture, so if you're infusing that vodka with the flavours. But the other option is just to use that to cure the ingredients, kill anything that's in there and then add it. And in that case, you know, the 10 days before you might cold crash is plenty of time for that vodka to have um, done its thing. Taken it all down. Another interesting thing I saw, which I guess is kind of like making a tincture, um, but, but at speed. So um, I saw a guy called, I think his, his channel on YouTube is called How to Drink. Yeah, he's an amazing uh, Which is amazing. He's kind of like a bartender guy. And he takes these coffee beans. So I guess you could do it with, with any of these other spices that um, Stevie's talking about. He takes coffee beans. He puts them into 
this um, pressurized vessel which is used for making um, whipped cream under pressure. So it comes out like spray cream. And what he does, he puts he puts the uh, the coffee beans in with vodka, um, and then he puts two CO2 canisters into it. So he creates an incredibly pressurized environment, which forces the the kind of flavor out of the beans instantly. So within a matter of seconds, he's pressurized it, he's created this very, very pressurized environment, then he discharges it, pours it out within 30 seconds to a minute, and it's gone from being a clear liquid to a totally like black coffee kind of looking liquid, which would taken on all the characteristics of, or certainly a lot of characteristics of the yeah. coffee beans. So lots of chemical processes speed up under pressure. Yeah. That's what a pressure cooker is kind of for in, in the kitchen. So I guess that's the theory, but it's yeah. taken to the nth degree. Yeah. So um, that, that isn't getting around putting it in vodka. No, but it's, it is shortening the period it's, it's, you need to do it for. It's shortening the period, but it's also injecting all that flavour into the vodka. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no way of getting out of vodka at that point. But, you know, if, if you do that into a small enough amount of vodka, you're not going to yeah. really affect the flavour or the ABV of the beer, and that, that's a pretty common thing to do. Yes. So that could be on the, on the day you could speed it up and just, bam, you've done it. Yeah. And that's that's a super cool trick that you could maybe employ. Yeah. So th this is also, so like we've said multiple times, we're ramping up our homebrew content, and these are the kind of experiments we want to do so that when Steve, you know, Steve... Hopefully that helped a little bit, but it's probably not going to solve your problem right now, uh, other than just cold crashing it and adding it then. Uh, but we will hopefully have answers to all of this stuff as we go along. We've got loads of ideas, loads of experiments that we're planning, um, and they will be coming over the next couple of months. So uh, please do, we, we might come back to this question for a video even. Yeah. It'd be a cool video to go like, how can we make a tincture as quickly as possible? Um so yeah, so thank you Stephen for the question. We've already got a question for next week, but please do send us audio or written questions that we can address in the podcast because they're great fun, they get us researching stuff and they get us checking stuff and it's all great content. So uh, that's the end of this Friday 5pm, I believe, Bradders. Have you got anything to add? Um, only that we've got to film two videos now, Johnny, and the, the afternoon is progressing. It is, yeah. So we've, we've, we've got to get to it. Um, no, we won't say what we're doing because that will be coming in the next couple of weeks. So, But there's going to be a lot of sandwiches. That's, that's a little hint for you. So we're going to get filming. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. We've got an amazing upload coming on Wednesday, another homebrew uh, mini-series over the next two weeks. So enjoy that on Wednesday. Drop your comments and drop us some questions, and we will see you 4 p.m. as always on Wednesday afternoon. The Bubble Podcast is brought to you by the nerds behind YouTube's Craft Beer Channel. Head to youtube.com slash the Craft Beer Channel to watch this week's video and over 400 more exciting episodes. If you love what we do, please, please, please do subscribe and even join our Patreon at patreon.com slash craft beer channel. Love and beer.